Welcome to the Umpiring Fast Pitch Softball Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Pete. And today we're going to talk about the flex and DP rule. And we're going to utilize USA uh, softball rules for, just for reference, the, 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 the management of flex and DP is the same in all of the rule sets as far as I can tell when I read through them. But uh, so that you can look it up in a, uh, in a book. Today we've chosen the USA rule book for that. And we'll start with USA Rule 4.3.A. All right. And so the USA Rule says a designated player, DP, may be used for any player provided it is made known prior to the start of the game and the player's name is indicated in the lineup as one of the nine in the batting order. Yes. So uh, I think you boil this one down. Uh, the DP is listed as a hitter in the lineup. Yeah, and then I think the important thing here to a distinction, some people coming to the game from outside of softball, maybe the first time they're being exposed to softball, they confuse. There's a lot of confusion that comes with the DP, comes from the conflation of it with designated hitter from baseball and the idea that the designated hitter bats for the pitcher, right? And softball, as, it, as it, the rule points out, I think maybe to make this obvious, the DP can DP and then the flex can be anyone. It doesn't have to be the pitcher. Yeah, that's right. So my next point uh, in my thing is there, there, I've got a problem with the language right. in, the, in the entire rule set. And in this particular rule, it really starts out a designated player, DP, may be used for any player. Yeah, may be used for is, is kind of it's Yeah, weird. because she's so, not batting for that player. That's she's right. batting for herself. Yeah, Because exactly. DP is a position listed on the lineup. When you go down the left, the right hand of the, of the most lineup cards, you've got, you know, four, six, five. DP. It's a position just like shortstop. Yep, that's right. And in fact, if we move on to 4.3b, the USA rule says the name of the player for whom the DP is batting, the flex, will be placed in the 10th position or the last position if J.O. pool play using the EP of the lineup. So important clarification here before I start jumping all over the language about um, bats for somebody is that uh, in Junior Olympic pool play, you know, we now have extra players available to us. So it's not yep. necessarily the 10th spot in the lineup for the flex. It's the last spot in the lineup, and the flex will not bat. Yep. So the big question that I have throughout this entire thing, and I think is it absolutely leads to the confusion amongst umpires, and I've actually had umpires. You know, I give this, um, I give this PowerPoint to the, uh, the local hub. Uh, now I've done it two years in a row. And uh, just my explanation of the flex and DP and removing language about plays for, bats for, uh, plays defense for, that kind of thing. If you take all of that language out, it becomes a lot more simple to understand. And so not sure why the rule sets do want to specify that they're playing for someone or batting for someone. Because as you indicated, Pete, she's actually batting for herself. If you look at the stats, you know, if she got the double, she got the double, not, you know, not the pitcher who she was flexing for or who the flex was, you know, or who she was batting for. So the DP sitting for themselves, they get the hits, the strikeouts, they get all of that stuff. Uh, the important part to understand about the rule here is if you want to use a flex in DP, the flex is listed last and they will not bat. That's it. Yep. So moving on to C, the starting player listed as the DP must remain in the same position of the batting order for the entire game. Really? You're no like kidding, Like right? everyone else Like in the every order. other person in the batting order. So... I say that's just a, a, I don't even know why we have that bullet point. The next one is the DP and the DP substitute or the subs replacement may never play offense at the same time. Again, no kidding. Yeah, any other time. I, if, my, if I sub for my shortstop, they both don't bat. 
right? <laughs> exactly. If they if were subbed for. If you've subbed for them, you sub for them. So if you, you know, again, to your point, Pete, if you just look at the DP spot as a spot in the hitting lineup, mm-hmm. and like any other spot, whether they're playing first base, second base, third base, they're not. They're DP. Awesome. They're a DP. Right. If you substitute for them, obviously they're both not in the game. Yep. So if we move on to D, uh, the DP may be substituted for at any time by a pinch hitter, pinch runner, or flex. Okay, so we're getting a little more fun now. The DP can be substituted for at any time, again, just like any other player. I have another little problem with rule sets here in the use of pinch hitter, pinch runner. Yeah. Because in fast pitch, softball, all the rule sets, the pinch hitter is a substitute. Yes. And if you don't remove that substitute, she is still in the game until you remove her. Mm Mm-hmm. And a pinch hitter, uh, you know, by old baseball definitions, is I'm in here just to hit, and then I'm and I'm out of the game again. In fast pitch softball, that's not the case. You have to remove her uh, from the game if you want her to be out of the game, or you want the original one back in. So, pinch pinch runner is the exact same thing, you know. And they'll say it the they'll say it on TV. You're watching the NCAA World Women's College World Series is on, you know, now we're recording that podcast. So now you know when we recorded it. But uh, it's on now, and you'll hear them say that, you know, into pinch run. Mm-hmm. If they don't make that substitute, when she's done running or the inning's over or whatever, and it's time to go back out on defense, if they don't go tell the umpire that, you know, they're putting the other player back in, that pinch runner should be out there playing defense because they're not a pinch runner. They're a substitute, happened to be substituted for somebody who was on base. Uh, so we go on to say, if replaced by a substitute, the DP position remains in the game? Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Next, on still on 4.3.D, a starting DP may re-enter one time as long as the DP returns to the original position in the batting order. And I think that something was missed a little bit. The starting DP player may re-enter one time, I think is how the rule should read. Mm-hmm. So the starting DP, and it's inferred, the starting DP, you know, if we refer to the person as a DP, you know, yeah. then the starting DP is a person. But I think it's a little more clear if we say a starting DP player may re-enter. However, again, this is just like any other player, so why are we even saying it? Of course they have re-entry. They were the starting DP. And that, that seems to be a problem with a lot of this wording, is I've come across a lot of guys who are doing piring out there who are confused by this rule. A lot of fans are confused by this rule. And I think a lot of it is some of this wording. And I don't know if the wording started more simply years ago and it was fleshed out to try to explain things that people brought up. Or if it started this confusingly and people are, it's left that confusingly. It's like exactly as you said. How many of these things, that's just the substitute rule. Like we're just talking about a substitute at this point. And we're just spelling out to this point, we basically have not until D1 have we spelled out, are we going to cover something that's special about DP than any other position in the lineup? At this point, you're just reiterating every single thing that is true about any other player, any other starting player in the lineup. Yep, that's right, Pete. And here we are at D1. So if the if the DP is replaced by the flex, this reduces the number of players from 10 to 9. So essentially, the you know, we use some language to, uh, that the two are tied together. The DP and the flex positions are tied together. And to some extent, that's true if you want the flex position to bat. If you want the flex to play offense, they can only play offense in the DP spot. So since the flex's name is already on the card, yes, and we're just going to go ahead and move them to the DP spot on the card, mm-hmm. the flex has not left the game. The flex player has not left the game. 
but the DP player has left the game. They're not batting. They're supposed yeah. to be batting now. They're not batting. They're sitting on the bench. And so the, and the they've DP left the game. flex in the lineup. So I think across all sanctions, right? In order to use DP flex in a game, you must start with DP flex. Hundred percent correct. Right? And so the the notion of DP flex has temporarily left the game until you unless you reestablish it. Um, so at that point, when the flex were to bat, um, we've removed DP flex temporarily from the game from that lineup and we're going forward with nine as it points out although if in pool play etc etc yeah it could be Um, 10 yeah how do you indicate that on the lineup card do you do what i end up doing because i want to leave the 10 down there in case it's reestablished. i use a arrow i draw an arrow up to the person and then just like any other thing i put the inning it occurred in so i'll put an arrow up there and i'll put like three with a up up arrow meaning top of the third to me, that's what that means. Yep. Uh, how do you indicate that's that? That's exactly how I do it. I put it, uh, if it happened in the top of the third, I would put the arrow up, write the number three, and then a dash DP is what I do. Okay. Um, I don't want to cross out their number. Right. Because they haven't left the game. Yeah, that person is not, they have all full re-entries, all full substitutions, because nothing has happened to the flex. Yeah, that's right. And that way, if you look at my lineup card, and you look down at that 10th spot, or the last spot on the lineup card, mm-hmm. where the flex should be, if the last thing you see that I've written is DP, that means there is no flex in the game at this time. Only the DP spot is in there. So we're down to nine. That's what. That's how I work my card. On D.2, if the DP re-enters and the flex was batting in the DP's position, the flex can return to the 10th or last spot and play defense only or leave the game. So yep. in other words, you can reestablish the flex with that flex player that had gone in mm-hmm. or that flex can leave the game. And when that happens... Flex is still available, her full complement of substitutions and reentries. Nothing has happened to her. That's right. right. She, but the DP, however, in this occasion has just been described. Flex bats in the DP spot. The, the starting DP player has left the game, substituted for, yep. has now re-entered the game, re-establishing DP flex. Flex goes back to the 10 card in the lineup, you know, mentally in your head. She's never left both the way we say we manage our lineup cards, right? right? Uh, but it's down there again. She's out there playing defense like she should. That's it. She has everything. But however, the DP, if the DP starting DP player leaves the game, they're done for. That's right. right? Uh, again, because they've come in in once already. They've yes. had a re-entry. Yeah. Yep. And so that's because some people I've had, I've actually had this where people misunderstand that the flex going into bat and then coming back out of batting is somehow a substitution on their part. Like yeah. they have been put in and removed from the game because they were put in and removed mentally from a spot in the lineup. They went into the sixth slot and came out of the sixth slot. Therefore, maybe a substitution occurred, and it did not. She yeah, never, did not. At any point, when you looked at the batting lineup, she was either in the batting lineup or she was in the field. So she is in the game. Yeah, that's why I used the, the language I did a bit ago that said she was on the card in the 10 spot. Mm-hmm. She's still on the card in the in the DP spot, wherever that is. Maybe it's six. And then if, if we reestablish the flex again, she's still on the lineup card. She's back in the 10th spot. Um, yeah. So, oh, never left the lineup card, if you will. And I think when you lo- leave the lineup card, you've left the game. Yes. That's how I look at it. And actually in D2 here, they missed one. Uh, the DP player does not have to reenter themselves. The coach could reestablish the flex and put a substitute in for the DP player. So it actually says if the DP reenters. And so that's a little bit of a misnomer yeah. because you could use a substitute instead of the player that was the DP that, that mm-hmm. went out. So Yeah, so it's it would be saying like if DP was reestablished with either the original player or a substitute. Yeah. Something like that. That's right. Yep. It probably says something more like that in the more verbose lawyerish yeah. um rule sets that we see. 
So moving on to 4-3-E now, uh, the DP may play defense, may play any defensive position. This is an important one. Right, yes. The DP, the person who's in the hitting lineup, may play any defensive position. Other? Should the DP play defense for a player other than the one for whom the DP is batting? So mm-hmm. here's that problem again, plays for stuff, right? That player will continue to bat but will not play defense and is not considered to have left the game. So let's say that one again just a little bit slower. Should the DP play defense for a player other than the one for whom the DP is batting, that player will continue to bat but not play defense and is not considered to have left the game. So let's put a scenario in here. Um, there's way much. So if we, if we too much here to, to even break down, but we're, we're going to give it a go. First of all, it says the, D, the DP can play defense at any position at any time. Yes. Done. Something will happen, but yes. Done. Stop talking because mm-hmm. they can play any defensive position. The important piece here is if the flex is no longer playing defense. She's been substituted for it. She's sitting. Yeah. Maybe she's not sitting. anybody in the game, but she's not playing defense. So she's not in the game anymore. Therefore, she's not on the card. So she mm-hmm. has left the game. Yeah. So the reason this is important, if you think about this for a second, let's, let's say the flex is the pitcher. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a first baseman. The DP happens to also be able to dish the ball. She can pitch. And so they decide to put the DP in to pitch. So now the DP is pitching and the flex is no longer pitching. Mm -hmm. But the flex goes and plays first base. Yep, no problem. The first baseman is now sitting on the bench. Yes. Still in the lineup card. Because it's defense, not we have 10 players, for. not substituted for. When it's her turn to bat, the next half of the inning, she will bat. Mm-hmm. So she hasn't left the game. No substitute, no anything. So the plays for stuff can be a little crazy because it looks like you know the DP is now playing for the flex because the flex is, was the pitcher. And now yeah. the DP is pitching, so she must be playing for her. No, the flex is now playing first base. So if you remove the whole plays for thing... If the flex is on the field, she's still in the game. If the flex is not on the field, she's out of the game, period. Yes. Just that simple. Um, next bullet point on 4-3-E, if the DP plays defense for the flex, the flex is considered to have left the game. This reduces the number of players from 10 to 9. The flex can reenter the game. Breaking that down again, same thing. If the flex is not playing defense, they've left the game. This, that- this is another time, too, where the language is weird because it says the flex can reenter the game one time. You could, if you were not following along and inserting player in your mind, it makes it seem like you can only reestablish DP flex one time. I go right. down to nine. I can only go back to 10 one time. If I go to nine again, I'm screwed. Yeah. And that's not what it's saying. That's it's right. not because it says literally the flex can reenter the game. But what they mean is that flex player, quoting our earlier, just like every other player. Right. Right. Yep. You can only reenter one time. The rest of my explanation on that slide. Um, so for the listeners, again, we're we're kind of going through a, a PowerPoint presentation and trying to get it uh, trying to get it to line up to a discussion here. So um, hopefully we're doing a good enough job for that. Four uh, three G. If returning to the tenth position, the flex will again play defense, but may play any defensive position. Yeah, of course. That's right. yes. Any girl can play any defensive position at any time. H takes us to if the flex returns to the DP's position. This is an interesting one. The flex will play offense and defense, and there will be only nine players in the batting order. So this actually became a point of contention during our, our meeting 
in the in the spring mm-hmm. and uh, where people were saying, well, yeah, but if you reestablish her in the flex, then you put her in the DP. Now she's left to get, you know, you've done two substitutions here. And it's like, no, the by rule, the flex can return to the, the flex player can return to the game and go into the DP's position. And that's a, a single event. And whoever was in the DP spot has left the game. If they've already used a re-entry, they're done. If they haven't, they have a re-entry left, just like any other substitute. Yeah. Now we're on I, and we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, placing the defensive only player, the flex, into one of the first nine positions for someone other than the original DP is considered an illegal player. The illegal player shall be dissatisfied. So in my PowerPoint slide, or dis- disqualified. Yeah. She probably dis- will be dissatisfied, she'll be dissatisfied as, well. as well. Yeah, sorry. Um, but... And in my PowerPoint slide, I've got danger, danger. Now I can just see the, the danger Will Robinson uh-huh. with, the, with the things flying around. I'm kind of giving my age away there. But there's a huge problem with the, the wording in this rule. Did you pick up on it? Uh, let's see. Placing the No. Placing the defensive only player, Flex, mm-hmm. into one of the first nine positions for someone. That's a person. Mm-hmm. Other than the original DP. Also a person. Mm-hmm is considered an illegal player. What if we had substituted for the DP? Oh, the, the USA doesn't say original. USA rule for someone other than the original DP. That's not in the USA rule 43Y? No, I'm looking. So I'm looking at the 2023 digital rule book and it says, it literally says the, um, for someone other than the DP is considered an illegal player. Maybe it was NFHS. So my, my PowerPoint is wrong. So. Uh-oh. Less danger, <laughs> Will Robinson. So uh, we'll look that one up and uh, probably end up uh, putting a uh, putting a correction out there for that. But anyway, so just, just to be clear, though, um, if, the, if you put the flex in somewhere other than where the DP spot was, that's an illegal player. So if the, um, if the flex is in the 10, of course, or the last in the batting order, and the, um, the DP is in the four hole, let's say, and you put the flex in to bat in the five hole, that is an illegal player, and they will then be dis- disqualified. Continuing in uh, 4.3i, uh, the flex replacing the DP is not considered a substitution for the flex. The DP who has left the game can re-enter the game. Yep, that's what we've said all along, and uh, that takes us through the rule. So um, in summary, though, so here's the here's the really important part, and we probably put the uh, put the time tag, you know, in the description here for this because we're going to summarize here pretty quickly. A designated player DP, if used, must be listed in the batting order and designated as the DP on the lineup card. So if a DP is used, you put them in the lineup in a hitting spot, and you put DP. If you use a DP, the tenth spot or the last spot in the lineup shall be filled by a player designated as the flex, and that position in the lineup does not bat. As with all players in the lineup, the DP player may be substituted for at any time and by any eligible player and will have left the game. Note that the flex is eligible to play offense in the DP position only. And if they do, the DP player has left the game and must adhere to the re-entry rules. The DP may play any defensive position. The player that is in the lineup but not currently playing defense has not left the game unless that other player is the flex. If the flex is not playing defense... They've left the game and they must adhere to the re-entry rules. The flex also may be substituted for at any time. The previous flex may re-enter the game one time, either as the flex or in the DP's position in the batting order. That's by rule. 
If the flex is placed into the batting order in a position other than the DP spot, the flex is considered an illegal player and shall be disqualified. That's it. It's that simple. Yep. And then the only, and we mentioned this is true for all, pretty much all sanctions across the board, as far as we can tell, as far as the spirit of the rule and the way that it's implemented, with only one caveat, and that has to do with the NCAA substitution rule, which is slightly different, and that only starters can re-enter the game. So if you had a substitute for your DP, and then the flex went in for that DP and, and ran for her or, or batted or whatever, you could not reestablish the DP by putting in that substitute DP player. You could put in the original DP player or another eligible substitute, but that set, that substitute DP is not eligible for a reentry. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. You got it. And I think, Pete, that's what we have for the flex and DP. Yeah. So maybe to help understand this a little bit, um, we're going we're to go over some of the ones. This is from the NFHS case playbook. So if you go through and we are going over the USA rule, which is included in rule four, which is where substitutions are. NFHS, it is also under substitutions of uh, the substitute rules, but that is uh, rule three for NFHS. So looking in the case playbook, there is under rule three, a entire section of case plays for designated player and flex. So uh, here goes one right here. In the fifth inning, L Jones enters the game as the DP and is placed at the end of the batting order. Is that legal or illegal? That'd be illegal. Yes. The DP must be announced prior to the start of the game with their name and number on the starting lineup, as we described. You cannot decide to start using DP flex. Let's say you were playing with your pitcher, and your pitcher is good hitter and a good pitcher, but she needs to come out of the game. If you decided in the fifth inning, oh, I want to leave my pitcher batting and have another player come in and pitch, you cannot do that. That's why some people will establish the DP flex at the beginning of the game. When the umpire asks, do you have any changes to the lineup after it's made official? One of the things they might do is go down to nine just to preserve the right to establish to 10 again later for that exact scenario. We see that in people who are kind of next level manager under their lineup cards. Yeah, I was going to actually share that I do that until you pointed that out. That well, it was and then like now next it makes sense like you're patting yourself on the back. Right. Um, but I, as a high school coach, I can tell you that I use this rule almost every time we went to a game. If I if I had nine that I wanted to be batting and those nine I wanted to be playing defense, I still wanted to have the ability to establish a flex later in the mm-hmm. game in case I wanted to bring in maybe a, a substitute pitcher who doesn't hit very well. And so I wanted the original pitcher to continue to hit, but the uh, the substitute pitcher to be able to um, to come in and pitch. So I would need a flex for that. So I would start the game with a flex that I would remove at the plate meeting. So after your after your lineup card becomes official, the plate umpire will likely ask you, um, this is official. Uh, your lineup card is now official. Do you have any changes you would like to make? And at the plate meeting, I would make that change then and remove um, that the flex uh, from the game. Yep. Good stuff. All right. How, this is uh, something kind of you even pointed out here. So we've got now we've got DPL Jones again. She hits a triple but sprains her ankle sliding into third. The coach has the substitute, named A. Green, enter the game to be a pinch runner for DPL Jones. Is that okay to put in a substitute there for the person at third as, as a runner? Could you yeah, put a substitute in? And then, sure but now she sprained her game, she's out, so all that means is that that quote-unquote pinch runner has now become the new... Hitter. Yeah, she is the designated player. When a pinch runner or pinch hitter replaces the DP, is substituted for the DP, that player becomes the new DP. Easy. This one, so now this really kind of got to keep track of this in your brain. This is a little maybe confusing for a podcast. 
Hopefully I can get it through. In the first inning, DP L. Jones, listed in the fourth spot of the batting order, hits a double. Substitute C. Cooper replaces the DP L. Jones on second base. In the fourth inning, substitute A. Green bats for C. Cooper. So that means that C. Cooper stayed in the game after running and has a 1-1 count. The coach now elects to replace A. Green with the flex B. Smith. So what we have, original DP Jones hits a double, is replaced on second base by Cooper. Cooper stays in the game. Now Green is batting for Cooper and is in the middle of her at bat, 1-1 count. Now the coach would like to have the Smith, the flex, bat for Green and assume the count. Is that okay? I'm going with legal. Legal. The flex may replace the DP at any time during the game. This will reduce the number of players from 10 to 9. And kind of covers what is in codified here now in a case play that the person is getting replaced and subbed out and, and reduced and or whatever rule we're using here doesn't have to be the original, right? It's anyone is good to go here. How about this one? Smith begins the game playing defense at second base. In the fourth inning, without reporting, Smith bats in place of the Jones, the starting DP. Oh, B. Smith is the flex as well. It's a, so it says this. So it says, the flex Smith begins the game playing defense at second base. In the fourth inning, without reporting, Smith bats in place of Jones. So this is something that is allowed by rule to occur. However, she did not report. So therefore... Should be a warning to the coach. Yep. It's, so there you go. Smith is an unreported substitute. Because as she said, by doing that, that is a substitution. And when someone substitutes without telling the umpire... It's unreported, and the punishment for that is that the umpire will issue a team warning to the coach and the team involved, and the next offender and the head coach will be restricted to the dugout. Um, when Smith bats, this removes Jones from the game and requires re-entry to return. Here's one more. This is this is the last one. Team A has only 10 players and is utilizing DP. The flex is pitching and is listed as the 10th player correctly. Jones, the DP, is batting in the fifth spot in the batting order. In the fourth inning, the shortstop is injured and forced to leave the game. So how would you keep nine on defense? You would just allow the DP to go play shortstop. Correct. Right? That's fine. But now the shortstop, still in the game, because she's not the flex, right? The flex is, is the pitcher. She's Smith in this case. Shortstop's injured. She can go play defense. Cool. However, um, when Jones may play shortstop or any defensive position, the team is able to maintain nine players on defense but may only bat eight and out being recorded when the eighth spot comes to bat. So it's important to note because the DP can only have a substitutionary relationship with the flex. She cannot, we cannot remove the shortstop from the lineup. We can take her off the field. She becomes an extra player in NFHS parlance, but she cannot come out of the lineup unless she is replaced by an eligible substitute because she has come out of the lineup will play with that hole there, but it's basically, it's an out. She comes, when her spot comes up, she's out. Cool, because we'll we finish. Yeah, because we didn't have a substitute for her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so that's that. Yeah, that's right. Um, I would, I think probably, a, I wouldn't use maybe the word extra player uh, to describe that. Um, it's in NCAA terms, they they actually do have a, a, a name for it. Yeah, the NCAA terms that as the OP or offensive player, they are still in the lineup, but not currently playing defense. So yeah. because she was injured, 
she's still in the lineup, but not playing defense because the the DP is on the field. That that keeps the nine girls on the field. Yeah, and I think I actually think that's the NFHS term as well. The e, the the section about EP in the NFHS rule is about some state adoptions actually allow you to bat more people, similar to the pool play in Junior Olympic USA. Uh, so it's there. So I think gotcha. you're right. I think it is offensive player. All right. I think that pretty much sums up this one, right? It does. Yep. See you next time. I'll see you next time.